new. That's recording. It's recording. That's just more editing. Welcome back to another episode of the Here to Listen podcast. Today, like most other podcasts, it is myself, Max. I'm joined by Leon. Yo, yo. Jack. Yes. Hello. I interrupted you. We were just talking for the, for the listeners. We were just talking about how Max interrupts. What did I do? Yes. And also, if you take back to last podcast, I actually introduced you. And then before you could say hello, I, I moved on. <laughs> <laughs> we need to find a middle ground, Max. Oh, dear. Anyway, we're here. We're back. We are back in the building. Mm-hmm. What are we saying then, boys? I caught a massive fish I yesterday. Know. So I, I am. Do you know what? I'm actually I'm, I'm sort of coming down from the high now. So like I'm on a I'm on a low one. I'm just ready to get my next big monster. You know what I mean? That's twenty no twenty pound. I can't claim that nineteen pound common carp for everyone that fishes out there. Mm-hmm. Did you weigh it properly? Yes. Okay. But I weighed it with some other geezer's scales because he come over and helped us because we didn't have any. And I'm sure yeah because he caught no fish all day. And if he's listening, you know he's probably going to call me out. But I'm sure he turned the scales up so it looked like my fish weighed less. Because <laughs> I, I heard before we weighed it, he's like. <laughs> And I'm like, what's he doing? And that, that 19 pound fish, I'm sure it was 25. What have you learned from that? Take your own scales. Yeah, exactly. There I've got them. Just forgot them. <laughs> Avoid the fish politics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was you close to giving up though, Jack? Be honest, tell, tell the listeners what happened. Because I think you spent quite a long time without a fish, didn't you? You didn't just catch loads of All fish. Right. Come on, so, how long was it? Me and my three mates have been fishing six times. And out of those six times, which accumulated probably like over like 100 hours, Caught one fish, six pound chub, that was me again. And then on our sixth time, I caught a 19 pound carp. So again, you gotta be committed. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta be committed. And you know, I was very close. It's, I did say to my friends that this is the last time that I'm going without catching a fish, because if, if I don't catch this time, then I'm giving it up. Mm. So going boot sale, selling all my fishing gear. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> That's why I don't fish, spectate. That's me. Spectate. I don't get it. Nice. I don't get it. You've got to have a lot of patience, and yeah. Yeah. You've got to be evil. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's an evil process. Yeah. I've watched these like fish before, and just, just when the hook gets stuck or it goes through an eyeball. Yeah, that's only when the little like, ones, though. Yeah, it's criminal. It's <laughs> me, horrible. Mine and first Leon's conversation. Well, actually, not our first conversation, our first argument almost. Yeah, our first beef was <laughs> at work, and we were beefing about whether fish can feel pain or not. <laughs> and I was on the opposite side. I was saying that they couldn't, uh-huh. and I stand here today saying that they can. <laughs> and I still dip a hook they in the water. They have to be able to feel pain. Of course they can. Who's, who, what was the science or the logic behind them not feeling pain? I think it's a lack of guilt. They don't have to feel guilty. Is it because people <laughs> say they, they can feel it, but they forget about it six seconds later, so they technically can't feel pain? That they was will. one of my arguments. <laughs> 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 and they've already proved that fish has a longer memory than three or yeah, seven seconds. Yeah, I know. So it's, yeah. Just... Just saying, innit? Was it three seconds? <laughs> yeah, it was three seconds because they say you've got six. a brain of a goldfish. Oh, they did pass a law saying the animal can't feel pain. So apparently, pass no, a law? Not, is it a law? According to the government, fish can't feel pain. Yeah. No, no, animals. Animals can't, can't feel, feel pain. pain. Is that because they like hunting animals and they like That's doing... Strange. No, it's because they like pumping them through factories and feeding them loads of stuff to make them nice and fat for all of us to eat. And if someone decides they don't have any pain, then you can treat them however you want. Like boil him in a bath. <laughs> Getting a bit dark, right? It's yeah, let's switch up. Went, how, anyway, Leon, how are you doing, mate? How are you uh, doing? Jack's taking this completely different avenue. He is, mate. Uh, I'm actually doing really well. Got a new bike last week, so I've done like 20 miles on it already. Two 10-mile bike rides. 20 Been pretty good for my knee. 
Oh yeah, that was at the um, Grafham Waters. Yeah, Grafham Waters, nice. and then did a uh, ten miles around Gambling Gay, around the village. Uh, that's pretty cool. Are you doing this on your own? I did Grafham Water with Nick. Nice. And then did Gambling Gay on my own. Well, I just got out on my own. Some morning. bike friends, didn't you? I do need some bike <laughs> friends. You're making me sound lonely. <laughs> <laughs> well, Max, we went out on the bikes the other day. We did go out on the bikes the other day, Jack. That was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, it weren't the usual bike, though. It's, um, private, on private land, yeah? Yeah, private yeah. land. Yeah, all private. You could, wouldn't do that. It's against the law. But it was um, well, my <laughs> motorbike. It was my son's motorbike, so it was pretty small. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I thought I looked cool, but if, if, if I would have drove past something that could have shown my reflection, <laughs> I would have probably gone, what an idiot. But yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, but other than the bike stuff, um, I'm feeling like I'm nearly at the point where even though we've had loads of free time, kind of looking for a bit of structure in my day-to-day life. Almost. Only just. You're only just getting there, mate. Almost looking like I want to get back into work. Mm-hmm. Well, you're ready to leave Warzone? Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm on time-limited slots on Warzone, so... So you've always got your evenings anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it'll be the dad in the room. It's Warzone, that is Call of Duty, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, Call one. of Duty, Warzone. Is that still the big thing? 50 million room? players. So, if you boys, <laughs> so basically, you boys have moved on from Fortnite. Is that sort of like a younger sort of kids thing now? Or is it just you get owned I, by I the I been on Fortnite kids? for like two years reason for that than just Call of Duty is better? Uh, it's getting owned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be fair, I just weren't that good at Fortnite. It was, <laughs> it was the building, stuff like that. It's weren't Call of Duty is a lot more, for me, realistic. And yeah, I, I've watched Mason play it sometimes. It blows my mind how quick they can build Mate. stuff on that game. It's just like, it's not a game when you can build a structure that quick whilst getting shot by bazookas and stuff. While like, shooting. While, while <laughs> does, shooting. That, does that mean we were like, got a generation of kids that think like DIY is just like a couple of buttons and yeah. something you've got to shed. Right, yeah. Yeah. And they can jump from a 60,000 foot drop and build platforms underneath <laughs> as they're falling. It's like you couldn't do that in real life. So why is that happening? I know it's a game, but I like a more realistic. You know, I'm on both sides of the fence. But how you been then, Adam? Uh, I've been good. Um, this week kind of marks a step in the right direction out of the isolation of COVID for me. And I, I'm really happy about that. I managed to bubble with a mate of mine. Uh, we played a epic War of the Ring, Lord of the Rings kind of board game oh, at the nice. weekend. Um, his missus is there too. So she joined us for a couple of games in the evening. So it just felt social. It felt like s- stuff I've essentially been depriving myself of for a long time that I did weekly, easily, you know, sometimes twice a week. Um had a chuck of the frisbee with a, another mate of mine out in the park, you know. So there's like two loves I've fulfilled in the last week, and it seems nice. like it might be a bit more regular. You know, we've already organised like next Saturday, and nice. I had a bit of frisbee with a mate of mine yesterday and watched The Matrix. And oh, <laughs> he's quite a bit younger than me, so I'm like educating him in like all these older movies that he <laughs> hasn't seen before. So it's quite a nice. He repeat. hadn't seen The Matrix. That's right. Well, he's probably 24, I think. So I don't does know. Does he know we live in it? <laughs> it did get him thinking. Actually, he is a computer programmer or something. Like he writes code. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, it, I, mean, it, I thought it aged really well. Actually, I thought it looks pretty good. Other than you know a little bit of you know weird phones. You know the ones where you press the button oh, and the yeah. bottom shot I'm shoots. Sure out. Like Motorola or something. That's right? it, yeah, <laughs> everyone wanted one, and everyone yeah. had one like shooting across the floor when you press the button as yeah. well. But yeah, it's been. I feel better this week than I've felt for a while actually because of that because it's a return to what I love so good happy with that yeah what about you Max I'd like to say I've done some frisbee but I haven't Adam but I'm slightly jealous Uh, structure I need some structure I am struggling and when Leon says he's just getting to the point where he feels like he needs to get something man I was there about a month ago (laughs) literally and the thing is I always like think 
there's people out there. I was talking to the cleaner this morning. Like I was in here, uh, the cleaner come in, had a little chat, and um, she's been working every day. And we've got into the conversation of what we've been doing since the beginning and stuff. And it's like, although we've not had loads of work on, I've kept myself busy. I'm just so grateful. I'm stressed and as deflated. I use the word deflated. As deflated as I've, as I've been the last couple of weeks, I'm still grateful for the amount of stuff that, one, we've got to be able to get on with, whether or not we're getting paid for it or not, yeah. we don't even know. But we've still got stuff like this that we can do. I've got the children that are keeping me busy. I about to say that. Yeah, there's loads of stuff that I'm grateful for. But I, I'm so grateful that I have actually got stuff to fill the time with because if I hadn't, I don't think, yeah, oh, mate, it'd be a different story. <laughs> I would have yeah. lost the plot. I like Max rocking up and down on his trampoline in the back garden. You can't see me right <laughs> now, but I'm, I'm just rocking back and <laughs> forwards. Yeah, that, that would have been me, I think. Well, like the last two days for me, I've literally done nothing but binge watch Netflix and like yeah. I feel so guilty for just doing that because I just feel like I've wasted like mm -hmm. literally 10 hours a day of my life guilt is something nothing. yeah guilt is something that creeps in for me when I do stuff like that that's probably why I don't sit and do a lot of watching TV Leon what we sat and played RuneScape for like two years I don't remember that <laughs> <laughs> is that the guilt <laughs> you're just pushing it away nah. <laughs> I didn't waste my life getting Mate, 88 getting, Slayer. I was getting levels up, man. If it <laughs> <laughs> felt like I achieved something. Netflix. All right, here's a question on that then. So when does recreation, because we always need recreation, right? When does when do you start second-guessing your level of <laughs> recreation? Because, all right, there might be a too much, and I'm hearing a little bit of guilt as well about that, but we also need time to ourselves and enjoy time. And is there an element at the moment with being in the pandemic about we have almost a license to, you know, it's too much yeah. when you get in bed, like you wake up from bed and it's like half six in the day and you've done nothing. You haven't had a shower, you haven't brushed your teeth, you're just sitting there like a slob. That's when you know you've had too much time on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I can't remember the last time I've, that's happened to me. Uh, you are a dad. Yeah, I know, but still, don't don't talk about things that I reminisce about often. No, I'm joking. <laughs> the thing is, I don't. And even when I didn't have kids, that's a wasted day for me. And I think I get that from my dad because he's up, and I'm not. I don't get up early oh God, since yeah. lockdown. I've I've not been getting up nowhere near as early as what I used to. But the average day for me on a work day, half six, seven o'clock. Whereas my dad, on the other hand, four thirty is a late day for my dad to wake up because it's a wasted day. He's got so much stuff that he can do in the day. And I often say, like, you just need to chill out, man. Have a lie in. I'm almost the same, just not as bad. Like I don't, I, I don't necessarily get up early, but I couldn't sit there and watch loads of stuff on TV because I'd feel guilty that I could have been doing something more productive. And when you look at that, dig deeper, I'm thinking straight away getting the kids to do something. But the nine times out of ten, especially the last couple of weeks, trying to get them to do anything other than what they want to do is actually like a, it's near on impossible. Like they're just the attitude. They both need to go back to school. Yeah. Like, like, needs to happen now. So what are we <laughs> saying? Can we reopen schools now? <laughs> you know, you know, it helps as well. What affects it is the weather. So if oh, the weather yeah. was hot, there's no way I would have sat in my living room mm. watching TV because it's been cloudy. It's been overcast. Like I'm not in my garden. Like whereas before, like me and Kareem would sit in the garden for like two hours, barely even say anything, but literally just sitting on our phone, just in the sun, like mm. chilling. But like now, it's like we're sitting inside. The TV is obviously like a good distraction, mm. and then. 10 hours have gone past and you're like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> that, feel, that feels like there's a purpose to that. I, I relate yeah. to that as well. Like, um, if I'm going out, like, sunbathing or whatever, it's not that I've got nothing to do or anything like that. I'm actually getting some vitamin D, which mm. is good for your immune system, getting a bit of a yeah, tan yeah. so I can build it up so I don't get burnt in the future. So, like, a lot of the time when I do a thing, it usually has to have a bit of a purpose behind it as well. And you talked earlier about bike rides, so bike rides as well. 
for a while when I because I used to listen to podcasts on the like drive to work and because I wasn't going to work I was getting a bit behind on them so bike rides became the purpose it became the thing I'd you know I'd catch up on my podcast so yeah. there's I feel like there's sort of I have to apply meaning to things otherwise it, it's a waste although I will also say I've done plenty of binge watching as well and but that I've got a bit of a backache so I like if I'm lying on the couch if I'm there too long then my back starts hurt so if anything it's motivating me to do other things so I, so I found myself in the early days of lockdown like structuring my day quite quickly around you know get I was still getting up pretty early um I went mental on workouts as well I had a I've had a kettlebell for a while but like I was doing two or three usually three like little exercises a day only like a 15 minute thing but it was regular and I used to do it like after every meal pretty much I was um, gonna say that sorry just jump yeah. in I think it was Sarah the other day who came in and moved some bits about using I was like you've you've put, you've got some bit of size upper body like you could see the difference from when lockdown started you're standing there. You might have been flexing a little bit. I'm not <laughs> oh, me? Are you talking about me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not talking about the geese behind you. Yeah, I thought I'm you meant Sarah. Me. You're referencing Sarah. Oh, yeah, yeah. she's Sarah's Sarah looking a bit massive. massive. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I saw a subject. <laughs> no, no, you did. No, you did. And I thought he's definitely been working out. I knew that you had been, but you, it was noticeable. But like I say, you might have just been flexing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like walking around like gritting my teeth like they will notice that i've improved <laughs> no, tell you when it was i'll tell you when it was we was loading the stuff up from the boot what was it i think it was the pillows and stuff the sofas it was these that we're sitting on yeah. it was the day that we brought those up and obviously you're a bit pumped that but you stood there and i was like oh, the mess of him like appreciate a, the, yeah. the acknowledgement man it's yeah. good yeah keep out adam yeah and and it's, it's it's definitely twice twice a day now um because i've got slightly less time with coming into work and stuff so yeah, so, I mean, the, the discipline side of things, and it was kind of a subject for the podcast today yeah, about, like, how we maintain discipline and how we maintain focus and how it gets to a certain point where we're tearing our hair out as well. So we've got, like, quite a lot of different perspectives Can in I just ask you, on your yeah. one, though, when mm. you were saying about the workout, you said up to two, you was doing a day or a week? A day. This was at the beginning of lockdown? Uh, or before, Right up before? until we returned to work essentially so for me it was like about three weeks so ago how's that like, gone now yeah. like the last few days or last week where well, you, have you maintained it i have it's twice it's twi yeah. twice i can do in the morning i can definitely do one and then in the evening i can definitely do one after i eat and, so yeah. you do come across as someone that's fairly disciplined anyway and would stick that and especially when you're looking at the productive side of things if you're making a purpose doing something for purpose mm. that's almost a discipline in itself but not, is it not a discipline but it's yeah it's, it's a way of training your brain in a way to think that actually this is not a chore that I'm doing this, one, to do this, or, or not even if it's a chore, if you're doing something. So if, when you said about the sunbathing, for example, you're saying you need vitamin D, I'm always, again, I'm, t I'm, I'm knocking myself back for doing stuff like that. I'm thinking, why aren't I doing something that I could be doing? I could be editing a video. Mm -hmm. I could be making a video. I could be doing something that could potentially make me money in the future or support my family in the future. I have to have something that I feel, even if I waste all day on something I don't end up using, but at least I tried just yeah. sitting there. But now when you say about the vitamin D, I could just sit in the gun and go, actually, no, Max, you need this, mate. Mm. Like you need to, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's but you could also look at it as you need to chill out. I don't do that. Do that. I, I need to practice what I preach more, man. That's, that's something I've become more aware of. Your brain's too active, man. It's just, <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's not a bad thing though. It's not a bad trait at all. As someone who's definitely got the trait of like beating myself up, I do massively relate to that. And one of the things that I learned when I was on my counselling course is the power of permission. There's something about like giving yourself permission to oh do no, a can thing. Can you say power of permission power again? Of, yeah, because we've got these... <laughs> we've, 
We're, test, we're testing the plosives. the plosives. Plosives. We've got the power of permission. We're testing how that comes out on the mic. So those that are listening, we've got a little bit of gear as well. We've got some arms now extending from the table rather than just the normal mic stands. And on the front of that, we've got, how do we describe it? Look. A disc? A disc. A, f- a, disc a fuzzy disc. foam on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All um, the young ones will know exactly what these are. We're yes, just, of like, course. Just we are noobs. So we were trying to, like, basically reduce some of the echo and you know all those kind of things that you consider when you're doing a podcast as well so yeah we bought these and i don't know how it sounds give us some feedback <laughs> message in the comments <laughs> um but yeah yeah we were toying between these and like the fuzzy mic thing as well so, yeah well, give uh, these a go yeah i think i think the fuzzy mic thing might be something that we invest in because these are do you know what it was in the way but since we started, I've not actually noticed it. No. I've, just, I've just brought all the attention to them, and now we've started fiddling with them again. Yeah. <laughs> now they're moving. <laughs> it took a while to get these to to stay where they're meant to stay. Yeah. But yeah. Sorry, Adam. That's all right. So what we were talking about? We were talking uh, about back. the permission, power, to power, power of permission. Peace. Yeah. Just in terms of like, I'm going to allow myself this, or I'm going to do this. It's it's like rather than like doing anything, feeling guilty, and then later on you're beating yourself up, kind of thing as well. And certainly with like I've I've been out of work in the past as well and one of the things that I did in terms of discipline was I wanted to get to the end of the day without feeling like a loser we've talked about this before Jack about you know feeling like you do at least one thing to contribute towards your future um helped not beat myself up at the end of the day as well which I'm dead susceptible to so in terms of like covid I guess and the disciplines and maybe people are struggling with this at the minute maybe just like lists helped me um I've got like a goal list like, and I tick them off as I go. And I don't want to either paint myself as someone who's super disciplined because I'm actually battling the beating myself up thing at the mm. end of the day. It's not It's not because I'm like, you know, public speaker, you know, guru, motivational speaker, <laughs> that kind of thing. I'm protecting myself in a weird kind of yeah, way because I don't yeah. want that feeling at the end of the day. See, I, I don't get that. I feel like I'm, I, I do, uh, unless I'm like in a, in a bad way almost, like within myself, I feel like I'm the complete opposite. I almost give myself too much power to sort of like, get away with things. I, I'll do it, do it another day, you know. Nah, I don't need to do that now. I wake up in the morning, do a workout. Nah, nah. I'll have a full English breakfast and just <laughs> play some Xbox, you know. Oh, and I don't feel young. guilty. <laughs> but I don't feel guilty about it. And like, that's not a good thing. Yeah, but maybe if you had other responsibilities that are weighing on your shoulders, then I would. You, you wouldn't be thinking about what you want to do. You'd be thinking, oh, what I need to do to help others at the same yeah. time. In your defence, massively, like, if I take myself back to 21. Oh, yeah. I, 21? 22? 21. When I take myself back to that age, there's no way I would have, well, actually, I had my first kid. <laughs> right. If I take myself back to 1920, I didn't mm-hmm. give a damn. I literally didn't. Again, I wouldn't, wasn't in this line of work. You've, you've got sort of the responsibility of like this sort of job and stuff, but actually you're at the age that you are where you just, you, you've got the ball in your court. Like, so why would you care on what you do? Because at the minute, like you say, no responsibilities, really, no ties. Do what I want when I want. You can, literally. I'm jealous. I can. I'm a little bit jealous. I, I can. <laughs> when I was 21, like, although I pretty much did what I want, I was still in the gym every single day, but that's because I, yeah. I was probably eating, well, the right stuff to to build weight on veggies, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to <laughs> uh, before uh, the veggie stage, uh, but yeah, I was probably eating the right stuff, like eating like chicken in the morning, tins of tuna, like throughout the day, chicken before I went to bed. Uh, sorry, Leo, let me just jump in there. Go on, chicken in the morning, man. That's what you got to do, mate. No, <laughs> no. Would you have pie as well the next no, day? No, you got to eat every two you? hours, maximize your Protein, protein. Right? Yeah. 
The only reason Intake. I know that is because when I was on that, I when the Fitbits first become a thing and really popular, I had the app on my phone. I remember telling you this, Jack. I was trying to gain muscle mass and a bit of weight. I've always been really skinny through my teen years and that. That was something that played in my mind, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, come up with like a speedometer almost type thing, like a, a is that what you call it? A speedometer? Not a thermometer, but a gauge, a dial gauge. Yeah. So anything that I consumed, I had to either scan the barcode oh, yeah. and it'd come up with all the, the, the stats, the, the calories and the intake and all that sort of stuff. If it didn't, I had to punch them in manually, which was most of the stuff because it was a <coughs> new app. So I was sitting there every day. And no matter what I'd done, no matter how much food I was consuming, I was always in the red. I needed to get this 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 arm on this this needle on this chart into green, to because I was burning that many calories. Obviously, I had to. They was telling me what I needed to consume. I couldn't get any more in my body, and that was so deflating. Like literally watching that, looking at the amount that I'd consume. Me and Dom was plastered at the time, so I was obviously quite. I was on my feet a lot, but to eat that much food and know that I'm still under budget almost, according to this app. I was fighting a losing battle, so I thought, you know what? Not doing it no more. Stop working out. <laughs> Stop training. It's a <laughs> lifestyle, man, and I just weren't willing to go that. It, it I couldn't fit any more protein shakes in my body. I was having protein shakes in between meals, but not just having three meals a day. I was having like four or five meals a day. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's, but that, at twenty-one, that's, that's what I was yeah. doing. Like eating that often. Animal. And you was, you was, body, you was doing thingy, weren't you as well? Bodybuilding. Uh, not yeah, bodybuilding, yeah. So um, bouncing. Um, uh, is that the word? Yeah, that's why. Yeah, throwing people out of clubs. I was doing boxing. Uh, that time I was doing running. And I used to me and Nick used to go chicks and do ten k every Sunday. Doing gym, definitely once a day, if not six or f- like between five and six days a week. I did start doing door work. I think I was around twenty three. I think I started doing that. Did that for two years. So if you was one of those goons in the pubs back in the day, you could have been chucked out by Leon. Yeah, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> probably, probably not. I was probably one of the guys that hold him back a little bit. <laughs> 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 Uh, get him, boys, <laughs> and had a nice cushy job in a, in a hotel, just working for my dad's business. So, you know, supporting yeah. the cause. <laughs> nice. I was wondering what changed, Leon, because I've seen the picture of you in the what office. What do you mean? Of... Well, you said you don't work out no more. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a picture in the office of you, super hench, right? Yeah. And you're not as hench. Oh, yes, he was. I was actually joking. Yeah, no, 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 because no, 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 he was super, he was super hench. Yeah. He was when he? he was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mess with him back. Because my assumption now. would be that if you're super super hench, then that's kind of how you spend your entire life. You're going to be like you know getting your gains all the time, building up, building up. And um, I'm hoping I'm not going to go down a road of like you beating yourself up because of a thing that you've given up. But I am curious about what that change was. Now I have I've thought about that. So I think it's um, my sort of priorities in life. Like so, like that in my head. When I was younger, maybe feeding into my ego a bit more, I was thinking I needed to be da da da, like I had to be this size, had to be able to lift this. And now I'm like, well, as long as I'm reasonably fit, I'm not that bothered. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when gyms reopen, I'll go like still like go like two or three times a week, but I'm never gonna. I know now, I'll never push myself as hard as I pushed myself back then. It might be an age thing, but I just feel like I don't. The goal that I was aiming for then is a lot different to the goal I'm aiming for today. So mm-hmm. I just want to be fit and healthy now. Makes sense, man. Yeah. It sounds like you woke up a bit in, in some ways because it is, uh, when you look at what you used to do, that's a lifestyle and you would not be able to stick to that. And I think it's about waking up and realising actually if you did want to stick with that, you one need to find a partner that is fully on board with that and know that that is the rest of your life because look at um, 
Dwayne Johnson, for example. Right? Yeah. What that guy does on a regular, what is that extreme. guy consumes, right? That is his, that's his lifestyle, but that is what pays his bills. He wouldn't be the man he is today if he didn't do what he'd done. If he stopped training that, that's his. That's no one's going to want him for the movies that he's in. No one's going to want him because of the size, like Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Imagine you go saggy. But <laughs> it is a, it's a full-on lifestyle. Just watch one meal day of what he has per day. Do you know oh. what I mean? It's just and the, the amount of time that he spends in the gym. He probably spends. If you put it into hours, you said something. I don't know if it was. Yeah, it wasn't this podcast about how many hours you've done fishing. Yeah, yeah. But you think of that over a course of a period, whether it's gym work or whatever. The amount of hours that guy's put into gym. He's probably spent more times in the gym, more hours in the gym than he has at home. Yeah, hundred. But look at what a guy's got. So it's about 100%. That's, this, that, that's a guy disciplined to another level but do you want to get to a huge size to the point where you are actually just maintaining putting your body in more of a bad state because you want to get huge because don't it get to a point where your body it depends on the individual though, Jack. Uh, so like it? it depends like so if you're if you're striving for something or you see that as success that's what you're going to aim for yeah. Are you more like the health? You're on about so the health side of it, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was on about. Yeah. Rather than being like, it, although you like might be getting massive, like you are actually putting your body in risk of oh, yeah. heart attacks. So and I feel like maybe people like The Rock and like maybe celebrities that are that big, like if you look at what they eat and everything like that, they've got personal chefs that do everything for them. Yeah, like they don't have to cook anything. They just go oh. to the gym and they just eat. But obviously, for the average person, they may go to the gym, but it's what they're prepared to do. So it's like, you're not prepared to go to the gym every what? day. Huh? I had a membership for like two years. Didn't How many times did you go? Probably like four. So, <laughs> so you're not prepared to go through that pain to get to where they want to go. Not just that, you said oh. something about the chefs and stuff. They even just got chefs. He will have his own scientist. He'll have his own doctor. When you're looking at the the, the transformations, not just him, but any bodybuilder, when they go from zero to hero, not not saying steroids, even even with those that take steroids and stuff, but even the natural ones, because there is a lot of steroids in that game, they have the backing and the knowledge of people that are paid thousands and thousands. Like for any old Tom, Dick and Harry to get into that, that's where the risk side of it comes from, because he's not just got chefs, he's got, like we say, doctors, people checking his bloods and his arteries and all of the bodily functions that need to be working. He's probably, his body, with as big as it is and the amount of, he's probably got the healthiest body than anyone in this building that we're in, like, just because of the knowledge and the power that he's got and the people that he let get working for him. Yep, agreed. It's all science, isn't it? There's so much science involved, it's crazy. Yeah. I think he's going to be president. <laughs> Nah, it's Kanye West. Nah, I'm going Dwayne Johnson, president. Because uh, what do you reckon? Come, let's, have, let's have a little. He could get it. I think he's got. He'll I think be he the could next get one. it. Yeah, he'll be the yeah. next president of America. If he wanted no, to run, they, he will. He can run, boy. Mm. He can also <laughs> lift, however many. He can jump. <laughs> he's a Hulk. So what, how did we get onto this from temptation? No, discipline and temptation. Leon's workouts. Adam saying about Leon. Yeah, I was thinking Leon about losing it. <laughs> 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 with with the like the discipline side of things, you know, you cited like people, but I also think that sometimes you get to a stage where every day that you don't do a thing is a backward step. Like, and I'm I'm feeling that a little bit at the minute with, you know, with the working out and the sort of little gains that I've got, I could stop. I don't really want to because I don't want to start that all again. I don't want to start with the like how uncomfortable it is listening to 20k kettlebell like five times. You know, I can get 10 now. Do you know what I mean? It's just like because it fades away so quickly. That's definitely part of my motivation so as well. That's why it hurts me though. I feel like train for like two years and then you, you, you could stop and then just lose it all. In a week. Yeah. In a week. But, yeah, you like can get it back a lot weeks, quicker, yeah. but at the same time, you still lose it. Yeah. Like, if you could pay two grand, yeah, or <coughs> even five grand, maybe even 10. 
Yeah, just to get absolutely wham within a day. They just I go could feel a shortcut coming on. Like, boom, wham. <laughs> I'd pay that. Well, have you seen Upgrade? I'm joking. It's not, there's, look, there's no quick fixes in life. That's something we've got, to, we should all be aware of that. And the thing is, like, you look at uh. the greats that we've spoke about, Michael Jordan, you know, brought up Linford Crystal on another podcast, you look at Dwayne Johnson, anyone that we've spoke about and has got huge success in what they've done, they are disciplined to the point where they probably lost friends, family, mm. everything along the way, I lost out on a lot of stuff that I've got to cherish, family moments, all that sort of stuff time away with the kids whatever arguments even the bits that you don't like they probably have, there's, there's pros and cons to anything but the, the you can't there's no denying the fact that they didn't cheat their way there it's no it's, it's what they're prepared to put in so they're prepared to put in that much like i know i read a book where it's like they called it pain even though it's not pain it's like um progress but they're putting their body through like everything so whether they're not seeing family members are they prepared to put themselves through that the more stuff that they're prepared to put themselves through the more stuff they'll achieve in what they're actually aiming to, yeah. to sort of Makes go sense. for. That's what people say, and I often say that you've got to be, you've got, you've got to have a side of selfishness to you to in order to do something like that, or yeah, you've got to believe and have the vision that vivid, that clear in your mind that actually you know exactly where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. I'd like to say I'm disciplined, but I know for a fact, like I said, these last couple of weeks, especially these last couple of weeks, I've just, I've been a little bit more organised in some ways, but disciplined, like, I said I was going to stop eating junk food. Yeah. Still doing it. Me too. On a more, sometimes I actually find myself binge eating, and I'm thinking, am I depressed? Like, I've been up and down the last couple of weeks, uh, mentally and stuff, just just not nothing major, but, well, Jack, you know about my drawer. Oh, mate, it's just like my drawer. It's got just full of snacks and goodies and stuff, and, like, sometimes I literally... I was feeling a little bit down, a little bit neg. Didn't get the video done that I wanted to get done. Didn't finish the edit for the podcast. Chris is waiting for it or something. Whatever it is that's getting to me, I find myself just yamming biscuits. Mm. Yam, literally, I'm talking 10, 15 yeah. biscuits. And I'm thinking, this is weird. This is not right. I, I'm not, I shouldn't be eating that many biscuits. And I think mm. it's just to sort of like, I don't know, just to feed that depressive state. I'm curious about that as well. Certainly early lockdown. Like, I'm really disciplined with my diet. And again, don't want to paint myself as a guru. I've got all sorts of like internal problems that can get disrupted if I start eating really badly. So again, I don't want that feeling. So I eat properly, essentially. But early days, I was buying things I'd never bought for years, like crackers. I've never bought crackers <laughs> for yonks. I like these things called butter puffs because of the sort of the consistency of it. So I was getting stuff, I was just getting rubbish. I was at one point Ben and Jerry's went on offer. I think it was like two quid a pot, and I bought six of them. Go though, yes, you go if it goes well, down to two but quid. Do you know why they're so expensive? <laughs> I'd like to know they're delicious. So apparently, <laughs> speaking from a, a fact that I see on Facebook or Instagram, apparently Me. they only employ um, ex-offenders like that come ben out. And of prison. Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's. Oh. that's pretty cool, isn't it? That's cool. So it's worked work. with a lot of them, Adam. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably did. past life worked. Keyword worked. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> yeah. But like, I even bought six. Like, we were talking about temptation. I bought six and I was thinking, I'll have one a week. Did I? No. I had like <laughs> two in the first week and probably two in the second week because I had a large quantity of them. So I was like, I might as well use them up. Mental. Absolutely Wait, mental. You, when you sit down here, do you eat a whole Ben and Jerry's? Hell yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, well, I can't lie. When I get to the bottom, I do struggle. 
I do. Like, I'm, I'm sitting yeah. there just picking out all the cookie dough pieces. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> fish food's the one for me, man. Oh it's yeah, yeah marshmallowy. I don't think I could ever do that. Yeah, but the name puts me off. I don't understand. This is what like, why you call it something like that. Oh, it's named after a band. It's like care. a it's like a seventies band. Fish called and fish. ice cream shouldn't yeah. be used in the same. Yeah. Place. It just shouldn't. Like, <laughs> but I do like it. How's it got marshmallow in? I resorted resorted to getting the smaller ones because Mason sent me down to the shop the other week to get one, and when I'd see it was five pound fifty in co-op for. It wasn't even the large one, it was the medium one. And then you could get three little ones, mini ones for three pounds. So it was like a pound each. So I just bought two packs of those. Didn't get one. No, I got one out of these six. I managed to get one. That's the thing when you've got kids, it's a battle to get the goodies. You can buy the goodies, but are you going to get to enjoy the goodies before they're all gone? There's kind of a joke going around at the moment about, I think, the, the lockdown stone or whatever. You know, the, this weight that people are putting on as a result of the lockdown. And I can see that being an issue. Like I can see that being like a societal thing. Because if like all of us were deprived of the things that we enjoy, particularly around our social lives in the early days, deprived of a lot of different things actually. And I wondered if like food was the way that we just sort of comforted ourselves or give us a bit of pleasure. Comfort that, food. That's what I was looking yeah. for. Comfort eating. That's mm. that's what I found myself doing a lot yeah. of that. I mm. think everyone. Well, not everyone. I can't speak for them, but I reckon. I think the vast majority yeah, though, yeah, Max, yeah, for sure. Definitely. I so have. So if you're giving in to that, the temptation to eat. Your Ben and Jerry's eat a load of biscuits. Yeah. Uh, what do you think you're getting out of it? I sit there, every single mouthful going, mm, that is so good. That's good. Oh, that is so good. Um, oh, that's so good. And that's what I'm getting out of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there, Jack. You're not feeling guilty about doing this, though, so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, not at all. When I get it, I'm like excited, right, man. So maybe for Adam or Max, if they're eating a load of biscuits and you're feeling a bit like, oh, I shouldn't have done that, and you're eating a Ben and Jerry's, yeah. what are you getting out of it? Well, there was there was the element of permission I was given in it anyway. Like, I was like, I'm going to do this. I don't think there was a huge <laughs> amount of guilt. There was only guilt after I realised that it had become almost a repetition. Like I was buying one every week kind of thing. I was on that road now where it was part of my shopping list, which had never been before. So It's an addict. Yeah. I'd say guilt is the wrong word, but there was like um, a... Uh, an unpleasantness, I suppose. But I pride myself on some of the disciplines and the steps that I take in life, and it feels like progress for me. I like progressing, and it just felt a bit of a backward step. And I, the reason I didn't beat myself up was because it was fairly easy to turn around as well, because it was like, okay, I won't do that kind of thing, or mm. I'll do it less, or or whatever, and sort of wean myself off, I suppose. But that's not to say that I'm in experiencing depriving myself of the things that I enjoy either. I will buy a Ben and Jerry's now and again and I'll blooming well enjoy it. It'll be awesome. You <laughs> Why know? Not? And that's fine. And there's no guilt attached to that. It's an enjoyment. It's an acceptance of the consequence if there is or any if it starts disrupting me and stuff. But in terms of like what I get out of it, an interesting psychological observation, I suppose. Because that's watching how myself. I see it is like so if you're giving into it, so the only thing that's craving that is your body. It's not actually your mind it's like your body so you, you eat something sweet because you feel like ah, oh, it's just there I just want to eat it mm -hmm. but even though the only thing that you get out of there is pleasure of the taste mm -hmm. and once you swallowed it it's gone and then yeah. yeah there's not a lot of nutritional value that's undeniable but it meets a, it probably meets a need somewhere in there that I might have trouble pinpointing but I wouldn't be surprised if it was I'm not depressed but like I'm doing a lot less of the things that I'm enjoying yeah, yeah. so I'm going to allow myself this I think I don't know yeah, I'd agree with that because I've been yeah. eating a lot of uh, Kinders, you know, little Kinders. Oh, oh I love them. Yeah, what about those little Lotus biscuits? Oh, have you seen nah, the ones with chocolate on them? Mate, I've been they do, they do chocolate them. ones, Jack. They do <laughs> Lotus cho 
biscuits with the chocolate. So they're almost like the dairy milk, the you know, like the ones with cows on the back. You've oh, got, yes. Yeah, so I, oh, I've got in my biscuits yeah. in a minute, I've got those, the cow ones with the chocolate on. I've got hobnobs with chocolate on, and I've got lotus biscuits with chocolate. You can understand why I have 15 <laughs> at a time. Like, yeah. It's mad. I just feel guilty when I do it. One for my health. The thing is, when you are eating them, I feel like there is a little bit of joy that you get from it, but it's just so temporary. Because like, mm. once you've eaten it, it's gone. Yeah. I mm. used to eat really quick, but I have started to eat slow because Enjoy. of that reason. I literally just let it, like, Save if it's ice cream, yeah, I let it melt in my mouth for ages, and then, and then I'll savour every single bit of cookie dough. Just to make it last a little bit longer. Mm. So, on temptation, is there anything other than food that you have te- temptations? Temptation, for me. Uh, for me. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. You go first. I'll let you go. Oh, sorry, mate. Go uh, on. You started. <laughs> it's my turn to cut him up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so mine probably Xbox. So oh like, uh, yeah. So I'll know that like if I go on it for like three or four hours, cringe. She might be a little bit annoyed at me because I've been on it for too long. Even though there's nothing to do, but still I've got that urge. I need to give in to <laughs> and like and I know like she's gonna be annoyed she's got to go sit upstairs and then put the TV on upstairs but I'm like nah there's something in me that's urging to play it and I'm like <laughs> I've got to get that dub but <laughs> yeah literally but I think it's more of a thing like especially when I know my friends are online yeah and like they're like are oh, you coming on with like three man squad I'm like oh yeah I'll come in two minutes mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah, but we're not doing anything, so why can't I go on? Yeah. Well, I've heard someone argue that point as well in support of that argument, which is that some people just, they, they can't, like, interact with people, so at least video games serve an element yeah, of that. Yeah. You, you know, you might be just sort of, like, dissing everybody and taking the mickey or whatever, but at least you're interacting in some virtual way. Well, that's what I've got with my kids at the minute, because I'm I'm the, I'm the dad that like, I let them go on computers and all that sort of stuff, but... I'm trying to minimise screen time, and I have been and was doing so up until all this happened. Mm. Lockdown happened. I'm now going against it because if I did take that away from them as much as I was before, they are not communicating with their friends. They might only be, Mason might only be on there calling them all idiots and getting abuse back his way because although they're all best mates, the way they talk to each other, and I've heard it with him sitting to the right of me as well, Jack <laughs> and Leon. When you're on them games, like the, the oh my days, how World War Three hasn't started for these <laughs> online games? I do not know. Maybe it's not started because of online games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're yeah, getting it all out. Maybe, maybe. But is the urge though, when you get that urge, Leon, is the urge to play that, to get onto a game, is it the urge of actually doing something good on the game and productive where it's like a win or getting some kills or victories or whatever or is it the urge in a sense that you could be missing out on convo with your mates like they mer- they merges come from somewhere don't they yeah it's yeah. not just to kill time or is it just to get so time? i have to say it's a mix of those so the games themselves are ad- like the way they're created they are generally addictive and yeah, it? like that's designed for um it. with like you're buying skins or you just just the type of gameplay you've got to get in get as many kills you can try and get that win you get close to it. The closer you get to the win, the more of an adrenaline rush you get in. And then at the same time, like you're with your mates, you're like you're going, "Oh yeah, Jack's down, down. Oh, I've got him for you. I'll pick you up." Like you're picking your friends up. You're yeah. going through it. You're going through this emotional roller coaster together. And at the same time, in the down times, you're just chatting rubbish and you just yeah. like just chatting to each other. And so I fun. said, like, imagine people say, "Why do you play video games?" And although it's not exactly this, but you imagine like we're all stuck at home in coronavirus. You can jump out of a plane with your friends, land, shoot people, drive your cars around, shoot rocket launchers, fire helicopters. You're not actually doing it, but you feel like you are when you're that immersed into a game. You, you genuinely feel like you're on a battlefield and you're running around shooting people, which if you're stuck at home doing nothing, is 
better things to do than anything else. Is there an argument for escapism? The re- oh, the yeah. Reason? Definitely. Okay. Oh, yeah, 100%. Right. From what's... From reality. Like, although it's not, like, depressing or, like, horrific, it no. is just distracting away from, like, yeah, that definitely. going on. Yeah. I think most stuff is these days, though, isn't it? Like, when you look at scrolling through social media or me with editing, like, that is me. To me, that's, like, people say, you need to just chill out and stuff. Like, no, that is almost my escapism. Like, I'm doing something to keep me busy, keep my mind active, because if I sit too much, especially with the current situation, I would slowly start to deteriorate. Mm. I know massively, I would, my mental state, my physical state, so I keep the mind busy, the body as busy as I can. But I think when you look at anything that's designed these days, it is all a distraction, it's all to keep you Mm. engaged, and a type, a case of escapism, where it's browsing or playing or cooking, knitting, it's it's all to escape from reality for a small... it's a good point, Max, on temptation, like just to have your phone in your hand looking at it, how hard is it to avoid that temptation? Yeah, and like even if you haven't got no notifications, let's say you're just sitting there That's in your room, worse. it's quiet, and you know you can literally just jump into Instagram, five minutes is gone, like you've just killed five minutes. But how mad is it that when you don't get no notifications, you said about no notifications, that this is how much it's got into our system, is when you haven't got notifications, you're still drawn to it, expecting there to be notifications. Do you ever get this? Why isn't there notifications? <laughs> Do you ever get like a vibration in your pocket? It's not there. Yeah, and yeah. you pick it up and it's not vibrating, you're like... Well, what about your phone's not even I'm going in your pocket? mental. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it happens that. when your phone's like, in your pocket. I'm sure I felt it. Like I even heard it sometimes. Ding. <laughs> Yeah. Well, anyone else's phone goes off, that's it. You just got to look at yours. Yeah. For well, reason. on this one, I'd recommend for the Maybe viewers listening and for you lot in the room now, Yeah. the dark side of smartphones, right? This Just from what we've just spoke about, that, that need or that escapism and what they can do and how they sort of tick boxes or make things trigger in our brains to make us that way, the way that we are. I think it's called the dark side of smartphones. You can get it on YouTube. It was on BBC One. A few years back, the media um, team at Central Beds College told us about it. It's scary. And just that, you look at what that does to the brain, that notification goes off. They put some woman under all the cables, like an electrodes ECG type. Yeah, the electrodes and stuff. And just having that phone next to her, she was automatically sort of sinking in with that. Do you know what I mean? As soon as it made that notification, even if it wasn't her sound to her phone, the brain is bomb straight on that. No matter what you want to think about, all you're thinking about is what is on that phone. What yeah. is it? Crazy. It is crazy. But that's another thing that I think, I don't know, I think it was a few years ago when we had this chat and I just remember like we were just talking about it and say like behind every app, there's like teams of hundreds of mm. people. Oh yeah, scary. Working together to convince you to keep repeating and going on that app. Yeah. And Consume. Like, and doing, maybe creating like slogans and like notifications to come up on your phone so then you revisit the app. Like, that's scary. Well, but that plays on the right, human what, temptation. What about this one, TikTok? Don't ever use TikTok really. But I got a notification from it, and it said, "I'm pregnant." Dot dot dot. Oh, you said about this, yeah. What kind of notification is that? I don't know, it was, it was like well, the title. Don't it, was t- it? it was a title to the video, but I look at it, and I, I can't remember where I was. I think I was at work, or I was doing something with people that couldn't see that text. And I look at it, and then instantly I put my, f- I lock my phone, and I'm sitting there thinking, "Who? What is going on?" Because <laughs> they make it look like it's for you. That message was to you. I had it before. Someone yes. asked for a duet. I'm like, I don't even use it. But someone wants to sing with me. Clicked on it. It was a celebrity. They did not message me to ask a duet. <laughs> yeah. They just want me to duet with whoever it blooming was. They come on. I'm like, sneak. <laughs> what you said though with the apps, right? Again, dark side of social media and technology and stuff. All these logos, the icons, the blues, the the, the light colours, the real bright, vivid sort of colours that we've got. They are the colours that are used on things like fruit machines and in casinos. And the reason why, because they're eye-catching, they draw your attention to them. 
Why do they want them to do that? Because obviously when we do choose that platform to escape and, and chill out and have a little binge watch, it will keep us there longer and it will just, it's, it's programmed. And I think Channel 4 have even changed their logo to yellow, blue, it's like the Snapchat, the Facebook, they all tie in. You have a look, you look at certain logos there, you'll see the yellows, the blues and the greens and stuff that they use. So bright, like it's crazy. And if they, after a while, um, I think it was like last year, year before, they actually changed. Remember when all the logos changed and went like a new version? Yeah, yeah. See how brighter they got? They went from a, a duller yellow to a brighter yellow because we were getting used to it. I Scary. do feel like they Mind are games. absolutely definitely <coughs> playing on our temptations to, to keep going on them. And Would you be up for VR world? Like, because yes. Jack was saying about alert. Escapism, yeah. Yeah, right, right. When you look at Ready Player One, who's seen Ready Player One? Yeah, I've seen that, yes. Yeah, that, do you reckon that could happen? Like, are we getting more and more closer to that? As a it's why they've got haptic suits now, the things that you wear that kind of, um, like, feel like someone's yeah. prodding you kind of stuff if you get yeah. shot or whatever. Yeah. So they're working. They're, the thing is about technology, I think it doesn't stop. It's sort of like, there's no like, oh, this is wicked iPhone. That'll do. Yeah, That'll, we'll, le we'll leave it now. We won't, like, evolve yeah. anymore. But and I think... With the the great things around VR anyway, you know, for I remember the days where they tried to release quote VR stuff, and it was shocking compared to what it is now. It's pretty close. It's getting there, and it's getting there with each iteration. Mm. You get certain publishing houses that come out with like uh, almost like the gold standard, so everybody wants to copy them, and then this kind of up, one up in them sells all. The, I know the latest uh, Half Life game was pretty phenomenal. Oh mate, like they kind of nailed the physics of VR, which they'd up until that point somewhat struggled with. You know, so each time it's evolving. Um, I think yeah. player one is a bit of an extreme, but I reckon that the world that they create where they all live in mm. is definitely possible. And the fact that they maybe not that they, they all rely on it like, as a human society. Maybe we don't rely on it so much to get out of like the real world, but I reckon there's no way. No, there's a, it's only going that way where they'll end up creating a world where anyone can just jump in, do what they want. Well, when you say that, you can, you can use bazookas and you can do what you've done on your game. You imagine doing that in a, in a world, a VR world, where it actually feels real and you can actually make money and your job is in that world not this world that's mad. yeah it'd be sick anyway if you haven't seen that i recommend watching <laughs> that ready player one is called isn't it it's a great movie yeah we need to kind of wrap, wrap up it, now so yeah. um in, in in sort of terms of the subject i suppose we were aiming for was around temptation and certainly in the covert world that we live in there's a lot of temptations out there and some of those might be the distracting way from what's really going on the feeling of a society that we're deprived of certain things so other things perhaps increase there might even be a case for all right you know it, it's not necessarily negative it might actually be something that will get you through the day or, or whatever um but i think i feel from personal experience my advice is monitor it like because I've observed myself getting into bad habits and I managed to kind of skew away from a little bit. So um, I think it's probably down to your own. Well, they do say don't they? They say yeah. anything in moderation as long as you are mon monitoring it and stuff. And we didn't really touch base on like we've, we've looked at some of the temptations for us. But there's some bad temptations that people like I was talking about the other week, but um, people that drink a lot of alcohol. Oh, yeah, that went up, didn't it, massively. Yeah. yeah, you think about all that sort of stuff. We're talking about video games and, you know, binge eating and stuff like that, but there's going to be people out there that have just started drinking massively mm. and stuff like that. So I think we, we missed out on a lot of topic. We could even, like, come back to this one, I think. If anyone wants to get involved mm -hmm. and actually put some of their feedback in or if they yeah. have or come on as a guest as someone yeah. who's experienced some of these struggles 100%. let us know yeah, yeah definitely change up a bit we're getting bored of our four faces <laughs> are we not <laughs> voices <laughs> voices you can't even see our faces but I say <laughs> maybe as well for me if anyone questions let's say like as an example for myself playing a lot of Warzone at the minute partner might question me are you playing it too much don't be 
don't just fight it. Maybe actually have a little think. Am I playing it too much? Mm. Have I been on my phone too much? Don't just don't just go against it and fight it because you might actually think it might be affecting you and you don't even realize it just because you're you're so involved or affecting them. Actually, yeah, or affecting them and people I, around you. That's perfect, Leon. I'm so glad you said that. Only because quickly I wanted to say what I got Mason Mears to do yesterday, and this is for this exact reason. They are looking at me as if I'm the dad that's just moaning, moaning, moaning. Because although I like them on it because they're playing with their friends and they're talking, there is some bad things that can come from it. So I got them to do a little bit of research. I gave them six, seven questions or something on a piece of paper, both identical. Um, the importance of sleep, the ages of what hours certain people should get sleep, young people, adults, rah, rah, rah. Screen time, the pros, the cons, the benefits, and this, that, the other. They literally, honestly, I'll bring it in tomorrow. They had two A4 sheets. Mia's, I didn't believe she had handwritten it because uh, writing has just evolved massively. But the stuff that was on there, all right, they literally done that and then went back on the computer. But just to get them to take that information in, yeah. and actually this is amazing what we've got, but it can be a negative thing. And if you spend too much time on it, like um, affecting your mental state and your well-being and all that sort of stuff. So as again, we can evaluate and moderate what we do. But for kids and stuff, because it's all new to them, there could be a lot of young, young people or parents with young kids that are really battling. Um, yeah, they're not as self-aware, are they? Yeah, not as self-aware. Yeah. Self-aware, yeah. Cool. I had to get that out there. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah, right. out. All, All right. right. Yeah. All right, is that it? Yep. We oh. are here to listen. Here to listen. <laughs> Peace out. Howdy. See you later, guys. Thank you. Mm -hmm.